Welcome back, everybody, to Rumor Double Looks Late. Last round, last game of the season. And what a season it's been. Last half of the season. Oh, and here we are. Uh, we're in the final game, which is Carlton versus Giants. Which we don't need to tell you that because everybody already knows because it's all anyone can talk about. The stakes are huge. Stakes. Oh, a little bit of a ducking moment there. Um, stakes are huge. Carlton need to win to make finals. Incorrect. Oh, sorry. I meant Giants. I meant Giants. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm just and out of practice. If Giants lose, then Sydney will come in. No. No. Bulldogs. Oh my god. We're both, something's wrong with both of us. And I hope Giants win as well because I want Carlton's confidence to get rattled. I want them rattled. I want them crawling on their knees begging for forgiveness in the finals. I wish and I think Sydney that... are much more likely than Bulldogs to beat them in the first round too. Is there... A, if there what will happen if there's a draw? In this? In this game. Then the Giants will... They will make it? In prevail. Okay, good. Because I would ideally... I want Giants to make it, but I don't want Carlton's confidence to be rattled. No offence. I don't Why? Want, Are you going for Carlton in the final? Yeah, I am. Because oh, it's so I've disappointing. Tried, I've just assumed that. What about Port, your own team? Yeah, but as we talked about last night, it's like it kind of feels like Port and Collingwood. It's like, well, your moment's sort of passed. You've had your time. Less so for Collingwood, but Port, like, I'm not. I'm expecting Port to go out in straight set, straight set, straight sets. I don't think so. Well. Um, that's good. I, think I, I, hope good. I hope you're right. I hope, and, you, I hope you turn out to be right about that. You know, similar to Collingwood, missing crucial players. But that we will hopefully, yes, Dixon, Marshall. Marshall's not missing. Was he? Didn't know. He didn't play today. He was sick. Uh. Dixon, Marshall, Mackenzie. Yeah, I guess you are right. Etc. Anyway, well, if, if highs are on demand as well, so I'm mm. hoping that it's like for both our teams, the lull mm. has now passed, and oh, it's all about ascension. Mm. That's true, and you do, you do, like in terms of the psychological pressure. Um, like if we think about before the buy, it was like Collingwood Port. We may as well play the grand final now. And that was you more than anyone. <laughs> But my point being, like, the pressure of that, I'd rather that not be there going into the finals. I'd rather people be like, eh, they're going okay, because then you can only prove people... Like, there's only, you can only go down from the expectations yeah. of, like, going to make the grand final. So at least we've got a bit... Whereas, like, Carlton right now, everyone's like, oh, my God, they're incredible, they're flag favourites. Whereas now that now they're in the position where they can only go down. And I'd prefer it to be someone else than me. Yes. And wins are so much sweeter when nobody thinks you have it in you. Because mm. as the supporter, you're like, I knew. Yeah. I always knew. The other thing we should do tonight is review our um, ladder predictions that we did in the first episode. Yeah. I was confused for a second because I was like, how do you have access to my AFL ladder predictions? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a top secret. No. That and also one. incredibly wrong. But I think I was one of very few who thought that Sydney would make the eight halfway through the season. Right. I've never used that app. I'm just referring to the one we made, the notes on my phone when we started the, the year on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I got we'll, there we'll at the end. Later. We'll do that later. Um, so basically the scores currently at the start of the third quarter are 7-5-47 Carlton, 8-5-53 GWS. So we've got what they call a good game on our hands. I'd also just like to add with this game, uh, my personal stakes are very high because if Donald... Well, so... If Giants win, then Donald wins the tipping comp. <gasps> and if Carlton win, then I win the tipping comp. <gasps> but hang on, I thought we were going to finals. No, we're not, I don't think. I thought we were. No, I don't think we are. Uh-oh. I think if you lose today and then say we're going into finals, it's not going to look good. Yeah, especially yeah. you're going to look like a I think I feel like if Giants win, then I accept that Donald's the winner. Okay. I, d- I didn't really want to go into finals, but... Well, something crazy is happening to my ears right now. Well, I guess because the finals, because they're eliminations, it's like, we don't need to be guessing what's happening. Things are already crazy enough. Yep. Oh, unlucky bounce, Giant. I feel like Carlton... I heard a phrase this week that I relished. Have been kissed on the dick by a fairy, the luck they're having. <laughs> and these fucking ball bounces and all this sort of shit. Something really crazy just happened. Like one of my ears just like stop, like is like dropped out. Is it coming oh, back? Is it coming back? 
Eric, can you hear us? <laughs> it Did just you know like... that Tom Green uh, is actually deaf in one ear? Oh. Yeah. He's actually what they based that Colgate ad on. What Colgate ad? The one that's... Deafness can be isolating. Oh my god, yeah. Your wronger girls are on the attack. Do you know what? I really like that ad because it made me think about something I never thought about before. Deafness. Well, just like deafness in sport, particularly. I was like, maybe that's me being, you know, ultimately selfish and not being interested in anything other than myself. But I was just like, wow, that must be. I would never have imagined that, but it's so. It was um, informative and educational. But uh, yeah. anyway. And I guess as well as a spectator until, you know, COVID, where you could hear everyone talking to each other. You don't really realise how much people are chatting. Chatting mm. away on that field. Although we went to the SNFL yesterday and um, all you could hear was chatting on the field. And in fact, interaction, interaction between crowd and player was uh, rife. Including, it's a bit of fun. Including a verbal alterca- altercation between former Crows player James Rowe and Mr. Statman himself, Jaden Crossing. Has he been doing this? It was an altercation with well, but, you, you but I'll, paint, I'll paint the picture if you want. Okay. So James Rose lining up 40, 40 out full, on the full, boundary. Full, full, on the boundary. Full, full, full West Warren, think full. like, think like dumb sheet angle, but like <laughs> even, <laughs> even more extreme, I would say. And then these Westies cheer, cheer squad supporters would go boo boo and like just you know be in general causing a bit of a ruckus. They're a bit inbred vibes. And then James Rose goes back and absolutely slots it. It was so good. And then he turns around and goes, oh you. <laughs> it was so good but I was with obviously a group of Westies supporters and I, mean, I was wearing an Eagles scarf he should have probably known that it wasn't except you yeah. <laughs> well yeah you kind of got lumped in but also I was in the bathroom when it happened so fucking hell sad. it was such a good girl though huge girl ew George Hewitt oh yeah ew Apparently Carlton's one of the teams with an out AFL player, so we need to consider how we can protect them from George Hewitt, known homophobic bully. Yeah. What? George Hewitt bullied our friend. Wait, Ethan's out. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to reveal him. <laughs> George Hewitt bullied Ethan in school. George Hewitt, the bloody... The guy who just kicked that goal. That guy? No, it wasn't the Irishman? No, that was George Hewitt. There's no Irishman for Carlton. True. I thought... Oh, no, that's Elijah Hollins, isn't it? The Russian doll man. What? Yeah, the Victorian doll. That's what I Not thought. to be confused. Oh, that guy. Oh, he's so freaky. Oh, they're loving the live ladder up on the screen right now. They are loving it. They're obsessed. And the, it's so slow to update as well. So it's like, why don't you just tell us? Rather than this sheet. 8553 plays 8553. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nail-biting stuff. Speaking of nail-biting stuff, what... Has everyone's favourite slash most exciting game been of the year so far? For me, I I know the I know the answer to that absolutely. Well, good because I asked you the question, so I was hoping for an answer. Yes, yeah, the Essendon first port at the MCG. Oh, that's not what I thought we were going to say. I what do you think one. I was going to say? I thought we were going to say what the Port Collingwood game that we went to. No, that that's was deeply fine. upsetting. Yeah, but it was a good game. Yeah, it was deeply upsetting though. It was a very good game. High scoring. No one was ever out of it at any What's point. What's your answer? Um, Have you even watched any games this year? What the fuck? You always turn the TV off when Port play. Yeah, because it's too stressful. Yeah, my, my parents listen on the... Well, specifically my dad leaves the TV and listens on the radio when he's stressed. Yeah, and I, I leave the TV and I just watch the updates on my phone. Because I... It's just everyone copes with stress in their own way, Jaden, and you need to be more respectful of that. Uh, I'm not. I'm not questioning it, but I'm just saying that you know you don't have a great pool of games to pull from. That's so rude. Watching. That's actually so rude and unfair. I watch a lot of football. Sometimes I watch. I feel like I sit in front of the TV and watch football all weekend. How dare you? you're being such a sexist right now? It's on my own football podcast. You like you don't even watch football. Girls don't even watch football. That's not what I'm saying. Do you even have you even watched a game this year? If you if you love football so much, name three games that you watched this year. <laughs> Get well, in! It's Canelio's two hundredth as well. I know his nonna is here. Oh, well not here, but here <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, tonight. <laughs> Special guest on the podcast. <laughs> nonna Cornelio. Yeah, she's ninety apparently. Wow. So talk about a long fertility rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
So on the question you asked, if if you watched so many games, what was your favourite game this year? I don't know. Paul Collingwood, I already said that. You fucker. <laughs> that girl had some. That, that game had some great goals. I want to think about. I was trying to. I was actually trying to expand rather than just be like pop 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 pop. I was trying to think of an answer involving a club that isn't my own because there have been some really good games this year. What was that game? Melbourne and Richmond was like a surprisingly great game but then the fourth quarter kind of was like yeah whatever fuck you Melbourne mm. but it was not it was like 90 each at three quarter time mm. goals galore mm. Melbourne Brisbane was pretty good I think yeah that's when he said Melbourne that's why my brain kind of turned off when he said Melbourne Richmond because I think I was thinking of Melbourne Brisbane Charlie Curnow has already been granted um the common medal in this game so far congratulations yes. And also because of the fact of like, um, you know, how everyone kind of talked about them getting how West Coast, the existence of West Coast kind of, um, why are they, oh, there's Western Bulldogs supporters in the crowd going crazy because they, they won their team to make finals. Um, what am I saying? What was I saying? About the Colin? Oh yeah. Um, people were kind of like West Coast, are. Um, not manipulating, what's the word? When you kind of like manipulate the results? Tanking. No. Match fixing. No. As in their existence was was making the Coleman medal race like unfair because teams like skewing. Like, skewing, yeah. But then in the two, like Carlton and Crows both played them twice and Kerner and Tex both kicked 19. So now it's like kind of like nullified that. Mm. So you just take the 19 out of it and then you get the more accurate representation of. Good for Nick Larkey. As yeah. Well. He seems really nice. Third in the end, but like, what an achievement when you're mm. in one of the lowest scoring teams in the whole competition. And also one of the best player, like the best player in that team. So you get the hardest defender every single week to still yeah, keep like and 70 still goals. Bags upon bags. And he just seems really nice I think. Not that that's got anything to do with common, but but it's got to do with your approval. Not that my approval is what they're playing for, but I'm sure it sweetens the deal. Um, Callum Ward is like back from the dead. Okay, and what about favourite off-screen, off-field moment of the year? Gather round. Okay. My favourite off-field moment of the year is happening right now with Toby Green's um, <laughs> crazy hairline. But that is on-field. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll think of another Boy! Oh no, her Himmelberg's hurt! Oh well. Too many Himmelbergers. I think this is probably the first game I've ever supported the Giants. It's not sitting particularly well with it's me. It's pretty random but... to go for the Giants now, isn't it? Okay, well, what do you mean? As in, like, it's just crazy that you sometimes find yourself going for the Giants. Same with how I, like, randomly... This is not the time it's ever happened. But it's like, randomly, I say I was going for Hawthorne. Do you know what I mean? It's like, the world just puts you in positions, and and the chips fall where they may, and then you find yourself where you yeah. are. You know? Yeah, you never know what's going to happen in life. Look out! It's, it's important to remember that you never know what's going to happen in life, because one day you might find yourself going for Hawthorne Hawks. Yeah. That's never happened to me, but... Well, you, it still could, Rose. Yeah. So never... <laughs> That's my that's my, my message and my warning to you. I don't think that's happened to me with Hawthorne or Geelong. It's happened with the Bombers, and that was unexpected. And it used to happen a lot with Carlton, but it never will again. <laughs> yeah, because they're good now. Exactly. Okay, back to you, Statman. So, because we've missed a lot of games this season through, I mean, circumstances outside of our own control. Sorry, what was that? I thought it'd be nice to summarise the things that have happened this year and reflect on them, particularly the ones that we haven't talked about because okay. it's been a lot. And so what to, I've done is... You should do it to I've, the tune of um, I've one million dollars. the fire. Well, funny you say that. I've constructed a limerick. <laughs> okay. Is it you? Don't watch that too. Definitely me without any intervention. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're like... Can I, can I read it? I feel like this has okay, been translated by like it. a... <laughs> 14-year-old Spanish boy who's, like, doing his first semester of English. Okay, it's like, it's like when accurate. you put something into Google Translate and then put it back again, it's all different. Okay. Je- Jesse Hogan has just missed, but it, that is a, that's def of handy P. D-O-H-P. That's D-O-H-P right there. Okay. So this is Jalen's limerick written on his own. In a footy season quite spry, AFL moments reach for the sky. Jew left Gold Coast Shore, career bat he'd now score, 
while Dimmer to Suns waved goodbye. Gatherounds cheer was quite clear. South Australia's first, a time to revere. Jade and Connor eyes wide, Houston's goal turned the tide with the siren's last sound in their ear. Crow's hopes a strange twisted derail as a post-non-post left them in travail. Oh, who's goal? Uh, Riccardi. Just I really a, like Riccardi. Also, really Connor cool Iden is such a legend. Connor Iden and also um, Callum Brown. And, to- and Tom Green. Look and at him. Have I talked so on the podcast about handsome. I love Toby Green? Or, or have we not recorded since like, I changed and love Toby Green now? No, I've spoken a lot about Toby Green. Okay. <laughs> back to the... Back to the um, Back to the limerick. Where were we? Crow's hopes a strange twisted derail as a post non post left them in travail. Ball hit, but not hit, they cried. Finals dreams were denied. A tale that left fans to bewail. Mm, and what a moment okay, that I'm was. A lyrical genius. <laughs> what a moment that was whenever the crowd was screaming post hit, but not hit. <laughs> my <laughs> my favourite, I've just thought of my favourite moment of the whole season and potentially any season ever. Yeah, Ben Keys. Turning his back on the goal umpire, who was about to call hit the post to do the most cunty like Girls flex. Oh, he's such a dickhead. Anyway. He is such a dickhead. To think I like had respect for him a mere two months ago, oh, and then he ripped Mason Cox's glasses and off, down here from there. and simultaneously ripped the rose-coloured glasses off of my eyes. <laughs> oh. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> so sorry, who just got that giant's goal? Um. Riccardi. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. Okay, so um, Port Power, a streak did unfurl. 13 wins in a dance in a twirl. Ken Hinckley stood tall, answered victory's call in a triumphant, unfaltering swirl. Collingwood Rose held the crown. Team's top status, they never back down. But surprises unfold as stories are told and twists in the tale can astound. Okay, chilling. I've got chills. <laughs> Clarkson's gaze turned from his kin. North Melbourne's loss was a painful din. West Coast trials, trials they braved, not sinking the first... This is shit. <laughs> West Coast tri- trials they braved, not seeking the first draft wave in a battle <gasps> they fight to win. Huge mark by Riccardi. Riccardi? So, how old is Riccardi? He's got to be like 24. He's really stood up this season. <laughs> AFL season, a tapestry spun, with victories cherished and battles hard won. In the heart of the game, each triumphant name, a tale of Aussie rules, joy and fun. Wow. <laughs> I'm moved. <gasps> oh, he's done it. He's done it. Suddenly. Do you think Bedford, I think he's number 12 or Giants. He's running around looking like a bullfighter. Um, Do you know who it is? Is that the end? Or Zoro's brother, one of the two. I think he... I still can't get used to him in orange. 14, sorry, not number 12. But he's the one that used to play for Melbourne. And I think he's... Did he play for Melbourne? Yeah, he got traded. This is his first year at Giants. I never knew that. Um, And I hate to say it, but he just looked a lot... Like, orange is... I mean, orange is no one's natural colour. But seeing someone in orange, once you're used to seeing them in much more common red and blue it's a bit Especially like navy oh, so oh. flattering you know yeah so I, I still that I kind of haven't been able to look at Toby Bedford objectively this year but um and maybe that's what makes the Giants so unlikable because in that moment I was just picturing all of Melbourne's players in orange Clayton Oliver <laughs> oh my god Jack Bowie so crazy even Bailey Fridge. Yeah. They'd it's be so, unbearable so upon the human eye so how come Cripper's not playing tonight uh, Don't say something derogatory, please. I know I you're. Just I know you're too to. busy finger popping. I, oh. <laughs> I can tell there was something coming. <laughs> so, so Giants are now thirteen points up with seven minutes to go in the third. Got you, Cunningham. Got you. Season hanging in. Everyone the, in is the ropes. just punching this ball. I have so many slaps and taps. I feel. I feel like. Um, in in situations such as this, like these teams would be really happy there's a pre-finals bye because like you wouldn't want to play your heart out to get to spot in finals and then be too tight. That's like the Matildas. They like played their heart out in the yeah. quarterfinal and then by the time they got to the semifinal it was like I mean it is absolutely hugely beneficial to the bottom four of the top eight. But I think yeah. that's where it doesn't sit well with me because it's like mm. that's so what's true. the point in getting the double chance? 
well, obviously you get a double chance, but <laughs> what's the point in even like winning the qualifier as a top 14? Because then you just only play like one game of football in a month. Yeah, no, that's true. And also, and no one reacts well to the buy round. If you finished eighth, you shouldn't get the same like um, handicap as the team that finished first. Yeah, and it's like it used to be such an advantage to win that first qualifying final because then you could rest all your players. Mm. But now it's like, well, they've just been resting. There's no need for that. So now rest. we're just not playing yeah. football. All right, well, let's ask, let's, we asked for some fan reflections on the year and we were inundated. So let's review some of those. Okay, all right. We've got a, we've got a great question from at Jordan Best on Instagram. What was the most emotional moment of season for you both, AFL-wise specifically? Um, my most emotional moment was being, <laughs> hello, mom. <laughs> Can you come get, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, was being at the Collingwood Geelong game and Jack Ginnivan came on due to Dustin was untimely injury very early in the game and as soon as he got the ball everyone got up and cheered and Aww. it was just really nice because he's such a nice guy uh, my uh, emotional uh, response to the Portworth Collingwood game was probably something that I don't reflect well on right so that was emotional in a you know, in, in a, a negative I way. I hate all these Collingwood supporters kind of way. Yeah. But then... Um, <laughs> Giants is absolutely... The, the, this is the tsunami they talk about. <gasps> we are witnessing. Crowned. We are witnessing the giant tsunami. Wow. They just kicked... It was 59-59 and now it's 59-78. And they're lining up again. I feel like I don't... I, I don't know. Emotional, emotional. I more think about like when players retire and stuff or get injured as the emotional... Okay, okay. Scores are now getting... That goal umpire was so intense. So, once again, devil. I'm actually really happy for Adam Kingsley um, because former son of... You know, he's a a poor premiership hero. Um, And he is rightfully being lauded for his first season (coughs) as Giants coach. And I really hope they make finals for him. Mm. I feel like this was such a classic thing of a parent to say, but my dad was like, oh, you know my friend Noel? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, he met Adam Kingsley at the pub once and said that he was a nice guy, so... Okay, cool. That's good. And it, oh, well, I was saying, like, what a nothing story. Oh. <laughs> why would that... Why would he be a total dickhead to someone he doesn't know at the pub? Like, But you'd be surprised. I mean, I guess that's true. As it came out of my mouth, I was like, well, we can't trust these men with anything. But, you know, just wasn't it wasn't a groundbreaking tale and it was put to me as if it should change everything. My most emotional moment of the season was hearing about Jack Zebel's attack. I would have thought that yours would have also been to do with Jeremy Finlayson and, and yeah. Co. Because um, you were following that very closely. Honestly, I can't remember. Now that I've... Sorry to be this person, but now that I've experienced the Women's World Cup and, like, cried every single day. <laughs> and, like, last week I was watching the Matildas documentary and was, like, crying watching that because it's just, like, so emotional. Now I'm like, this sport, like, means nothing. <laughs> no, that's not true. And when I hear that Holy Grail song on September, the morning of September 30th, I will be crying. But I know what you mean because it was such a shared unity yeah. in the in the Matildas, and yet we are so fractured. Mm. We are so fractured. That's really true. And I guess even with like say that like rugby, for example. Um, even when you obviously you're all kind of fractured into your like local, you know, your state teams. What's um, that? Yeah. <laughs> even with even with rugby, you have your like your you know your tribe, your local league. But then like you can all come together in a national way. Whereas we don't really have that. We never have the opportunity to come together. And maybe that's why there's so much hate in the AFL. Maybe that's why there's no um, um, out players. It's called the AFL X, Aaron. Have I heard of it? <laughs> Actually, do you know what did make me really emotional? The video, you're going to hate this, Rose. The video of um, Trent Cotchin and Jack Rubolt, like, crying on their last game. Oh, yeah, yeah. For some yeah, reason, that, yeah. they just, the media, the media people that put that together knew what strings to pull, because I was... Do you want to... But they used, this is, sorry, Jen, to interrupt you, but they used the fucking Barbie song that's, like, on TikTok. 
the Billie Eilish one. I was like, this is so the opposite of what this is for. (laughs) (laughs) Channel 7, because I've been watching more games on Channel 7, um, as the weather has improved, because the free-to-air TV is outside of my house. Oh, another Um, reveal. And their promos are just something else. They're so good at them. Oh, really? And they last, like, 90 seconds. And I feel like it makes a huge difference that they have someone other than Jonathan Brown narrating <laughs> them being like, those Joe <laughs> That was good. What were you going to say before, Satman? Well, in, you know, in light of all the player retirements, I was wondering if you want to do some quick, you know, quick fire trivia on uh, the players who have retired. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. So, first player, I've just looked up Fisher Mackesy. Yeah. Guess how old he is? 21. 22. Hey, isn't that interesting? He's the Crows one, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And we've got Paul Seisman. Oh, that was that one made me sad. He's like 32, I think. I've got no... Nothing to report on. Is this just trivia? Is this trivia or is this just guess how old they are? No, it's... Yo, guess how old he is. 32. 31. Embarrassing. Oh, we got <laughs> Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody. Guess how old he is. This cannot be... <laughs> this is not interesting. Thanks, yeah. Robbie. <laughs> Andrew Phillips. What, how old is, is he? 32? <laughs> He's 32. Uh, Jonathan Siegler. 32. Stop. This is not interesting. So the, suddenly the game's been blown Isaac wide. Isaac Smith. 33. 34. Suddenly the game's been blown really wide open. Because we're one minute to three quarter time. And GWS are now four goals and one extremely handy point up. Yes. And Toby Green is about to... Why is he now he's taking the tape off? He had this crazy skin colored tape around his forehead, which I was like, the only reason you would wear something that ugly was if your brain would fall out if you didn't have it on. (laughs) And now he's taking it off. Just something, what was it? I think the thing about Carlton though is that they can score so quickly, but also this is. Mitch McGovern kicking out of bounds on the fall from the kicking. This is the kind of rattled Carlton mm. I want to see. Well, and hopefully they're a better GWS or a better opponent then. Because this is like what happened with Gold Coast last week. You know, they were 40 points down and then they just scored so quickly and came back. But hopefully GWS can like hold firmer. Mm. I wish Sam Walsh would retire. <laughs> Do you, would you say he's massively underperforming and that Kane Corns was right all along about him? Um... No, because I don't. I think his thing is that he's not like really strong and stuff. He just sort of like runs around a lot and like he's giving Darcy Parish. Yeah, who's a good player, but, but he's not junk, he's a junk collector. Not huge, high impact. I guess. Um, I I feel like Kane Corns just needs to just like step back and evaluate. That's fair enough. All right. Here we are, with one quarter left in the 2023 AFL season. season. Kieran Briggs just tried to decapitate De Koning, and I support him fully in his actions. Satman, can you find out when the last time someone won back-to-back Coleman's was? (gasps) Oh, Toby. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did Jack Rebold do it, like, recently-ish? Satman? Hmm? Can you find out when the last time was that someone won back-to-back Coleman's? As Charlie Kerno has, has now done? Surely, buddy. Oh, but there were a lot of really good forwards when he was winning them. I'm not suggesting it would be, you know, 100 years ago, but I'm just curious as to who it was. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Oh, someone. Clear it. Clear it. So who do you want to see, like, fail spectacularly in the finals? Sydney and St. Kilda. St. Kilda, yes, absolutely. Um, Sydney, I'm happy for them to to win one and then and then be gone. Yeah. I'd love to see Melbourne go out in straight sets. That would mean a lot to me. And we're playing them mm. for the stars. It says Josh Kennedy in 2015 and 2016. As in West Coast, Josh Kennedy. That makes sense. I wonder how he's felt this year, watching from the sidelines. Probably like, thank God I got out when I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watched a little bit of that game yesterday, the West Coast one, and Luke Shuey was being like, he didn't do anything like wrong or hurt anyone, but he was being really aggressive with his tackles mm. and what have you. And James and I were talking about 
isn't it crazy that some players don't just go full fucking feral in their last game because there's like no consequences mm. Mm. punch some people yeah maybe they're just not like take out some hits. not nasty people maybe, oh. they're not, maybe they're not seeking an opportunity to punch people though Everyone yeah like, maybe about that I'll Toby Green cannot get Toby break Green's this game last game will be interesting for them <laughs> Toby Green's really trying to break the game open and not getting nowhere alright we've got another fan question mm-hmm. we'll start with you Satman this question is asked by at Charlotte Levy on Instagram who was everyone's most surprising teams this year in both directions i.e. the team who did way worse than you expected and who did way better than you expected not necessarily just talking about ladder positions but just general vibes slash surprises Fremantle way worse than we mm. thought we w- they would be mm. I guess GWS had a pretty big in-season turnaround mm. they lost against West Coast in like mm. round 3 or something mm. and in terms of general vibes who have you found yourself liking this more more this year than you have before probably liked Hawthorne the most that I've ever liked Hawthorne mm. I back that <laughs> in fact you've almost stolen my answer there um, I agree with Frio. Mm. Especially because, yeah, they looked like they were building last year. And then mm. it was like... And also I felt bad for Justin Longmuir. Mm. Also, he's also kind of aging badly now. Oh, uh, is almost like too... He looks like he's like a plastic man. Mm. It's like he's like too handsome. Now. How unselfie was Toby... Unselfie? <laughs> Unselfish was Toby Green just then. He was he himself was running into the open goal square and yet he still chose to handball to to, to Jay Riccardi who was so in the goal square he was almost over the line when he received the ball. Robbie, that's not a bug. Wow, what if GWS finished sixth? They're they winning by so much they're only point two percent behind St Kilda right now. Oh my god, that would be a huge game changer. So they could still get a home final. It feels that way. Um, that's crazy, bro. So if you're Carlton right now, what's your... Um, oh, did we finish Charlotte's question? No, you haven't answered. Oh, I haven't said who I was most impressed by. Um, um, I'm so proud of... Like, I'm so happy for Cornelio that after all he's been through, 200th game, Robbie, Tom, you have to like... Everyone has to like Tom Green. Come on. Yeah, he's, he's he's just kind of like nothing. So like, doesn't, he ha- doesn't he have? Oh, what? I was just about to say, like, isn't there? <laughs> doesn't he have like some kind of illness or something? It's like, yeah, the death thing that you told me about one hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're Carlton right now, let's imagine they lose this game by well, I mean they're forty point, nearly forty points down with fifteen minutes to go. So it's looking likely they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. How how are you feeling psychologically going into the finals? Me personally, if you're captain, oh, shaking in me boots, mm. which is just where I want them. And if you're Giants going into finals after this, uh, you're a false sense of confidence. Yeah, you're on the ascendancy for sure. Or is it a false sense of confidence though? The reason why is it false? I don't trust the Giants is because I've seen them have play a lot of games that are like really low pressure this year. But this is high pressure. Yeah, it is. This is the definition of high pressure. Well, not. This it was in the first quarter, but not really. No, but it's high pressure in the sense of it's play for your life. And oh yes, but like, I mean not in like the symbolic sense. I mean in the like. Oh my god, oh, Toby wow. Green out on the full Toby. He clearly something to be or not to be. His head knock. Statman, based on where things stand in terms of the year every team has had, who would you yourself most want to be right now? Like, what team would you most want to be in in terms of mm-hmm. going going into finals? Going into finals right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisbane. That's my answer too. Why is it your answer? Well, if they don't win the premiership this year, then they're just never going to, are they? Mm. Great goal. Another goal for Giants. Daniels, you're a star. You heard it from Hutto. You're a star, baby. 
Um, I choose, I have to say, obviously the goalpost gate, but also I'm like, scorpions are boring. Mm. I know they don't take that long, but. If there had to be a biggest winner and a biggest loser of the AFL season 2023, the biggest loser is Hundo P, that umpire. I really like that umpire. And I don't, I I mean, because I feel like bad for him because of everything that's come his way. But he's the one, he, yeah, he's got like the really funny, like old 60s glasses. Also, there's two other umpires out there that can call for it. It's like, it's all falling on him, but if they had, if they had reason to doubt him, they could have. I don't know that field umpires and goal umpires really overrule each other no that because that was in the i was reading about it because people oh. were saying like if there was the field umpire could have it's not that he could like he could prompt yeah. him to go like you i've never seen that, that happen though only when it's been like craziness on the goal line and the umpire's like fallen over or something mm. um but anyway as to back to your point step man i think you're right about brisbane like based on the year they've had which hasn't been amazing but somehow they've got it so that they don't have to leave queensland again for the next month so I feel like they're set to go. They're set to go, 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 mm. go, go. Yeah, but I mean, they've been in this position a lot of times before. And they've never been top two, though, I don't think. And like, maybe no, they maybe have. I made up that whole entire thing. but They definitely have because there was one year. I think they've only won three out of, like, they've played nine finals in the last, like, since they started making the A, and they've only won three of them. Mm. Um, in fact, it was the Giants and gets Brisbane in the semi-final and then they got knocked out in straight sets with the home ground I don't remember what year that was so it must have been a while ago I think that was 2019 because that was the year that GWS were in the final I briefly investigated becoming a goal umpire early this year really? yeah but it turns out you have to do all the training that the field umpires do and you can't just go straight to the top you have to like do it in the community and stuff and I was like well <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Why would they have to do the same training that the field umpires do? I don't know, but it seems crazy. And looking at some of them, they're quite old or, like, not... They don't look like they're running 15Ks. So it's like, well... Also, I I can't imagine it's the case that if, for example, one umpire falls falls ill and they're an umpire short, the goal umpire steps in for the field umpire. Like, why would you need to be that fit as a goal umpire? Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, but they make so much like the umpires make great money how much money? like three grand a game what? so like a thousand dollars an hour and they could do like more than one a weekend I don't think so but you know you could work a normal job and then do that mm. as well if you so chose so Statman how are you feeling right now based on the, the tipping comp um, coup that's about to unfold Amazing. Sweet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I just remembered we've got old questions from Donald and Chloe that were asked two months ago that we never got to. Mm -hmm. One of them is Tom Jonas is out of contract this year. Does he get extended? (laughs) Someone has an age well. Good for Tom Jonas, I say. Everyone makes fun of him, but you would probably not be in the top four if he wasn't still on your list. Okay, I've never made fun of him once, how dare you? Lots of people make fun of him. What do you mean he wouldn't still be in the top four if he wasn't on our list? Well, just with the the total, like, obliteration of your defenders with injury and concussion yeah. and stuff. Yeah. He's uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but he makes a difference. And he clearly means a lot to the culture. It's for Who the culture. is this? It's Ryan Angwin. Nerd as bitch. Um, okay. Question from at Chloe Coates on Instagram. Oh, what the fuck? Giants should be... They've missed... Since we've been watching, they've missed, like, four or five really easy goals. Yeah. And not just missed as in points, like, missed out on the full. They should be so, They should be a lot further up than they are, and they're already 40 points up. What is going on with Carlton? They've just stopped. Obsessed. <laughs> Okay, so question from at Chloe Coates on Instagram. Who from your team would you put up for an after-goal siren? Where is the shot being taken from? I don't know, Rose. Well, it's important. Boundary. Boundary. It's a Jamie Elliott. Well, I mean, obviously Jamie Elliott's the answer, and obviously Dan Houston's the answer for Port. 
Um, given that those two players have both done that successfully. Well, we both have answers yeah. for that question because it's happened for both our teams this year. Honestly, right now I'd say Zach Butters if it was okay. anywhere inside 50. Okay. His, his goal kicking has been really good. Okay. I thought Marshall's been a bit off. I'd say anywhere within 30 metres I'm going Mason Cox. <laughs> and or Pendlebury as well. He won't be able to see that far. Steady on. <laughs> He's kicked goals in the, each of the last three games. He'll be pollen. It's yeah, that's because he's got the um my age care handicap. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't funny. You just lost any power you had. <laughs> um, um, and also, you know, Jack Ginnigan. Back him in. Dan McStay as well, actually. He's a what great about, shot. Let's do for other teams. Who from Hawthorne? Luke Bruce, obviously. Mm. Who from Fremantle? Um, Frederick. I go Schultz. Why do they get to go ahead? Wait! They've moved into sixth place. At this point, but at this point, Giants and Saints would have the exact same percentage. Oh, In yeah, which case, how do they figure out? It would be more oh. places. Oh, true. That's very obvious now that you say it. Thanks, Statman. Statman, did you have more end of season material that you prepared? Well, I think, uh, once we went through the q and I think there's some more questions that Connor had to ask. Can you read them? I don't, I don't have the Instagram question. Oh. One thing I w- would like to suggest is that... Throw. You give some hot goss. Okay. And you give some bone kicks. Some hot goss. Some hot goss. Some hot goss. I had, on my Melbourne trip, I bought myself a little sandwich, a little deli. Who is sitting behind me, but... All the big dogs of Carlton. Oh. It was like exclusive club of like their best ten players Where was getting the, lunch. Together. Where was the deli? I don't know. I don't remember what it was called because we drove there. Was it a good sandwich? It was a good sandwich. Um, Did you see what any of them ordered? They all got chicken schnitzel wraps, I think. But the moral, the hot goss moral of the story, is that. Similar to Josh Dunkley wearing the foreskin beanie at the Thunderbirds game. Patrick Cripps was wearing a foreskin beanie himself. And it was a huge letdown. Wait, what? I I don't get it. He was wearing like a light beige beanie that was like skin toned and he doesn't have a lot of hair. He's He's a handsome man though. Well, so is Josh Dunkley, but you know... You make these choices, you live with them. <laughs> Who thought, when we first started recording, the first half of the third quarter was so... It was riveting. And now it's like... Well, because, yeah, even when the Giants kicked their there. goals, it was like, didn't feel as though they had the game in control. Mm. I feel like that should be pain marks. Bit silly, bit silly. Get up, Bedford! So who's everyone's tip for the brown, though? I think butters. What? That's right. I flip-flopped. I was absolutely on the bond compelling train halfway through the season. Mm. But I don't see why I shouldn't be butters. He gets shit ton of touches, which seems to be a prerequisite mm. these days. And kicks goal in a lot of games. Mm. And all, all of his possessions are very influential. Yeah, I feel like... And you've won a lot of games. But he'll have... I'm hoping, fingers crossed, he'll have more years where he plays this well, whereas, like, Bond, he deserves it. He does, yeah. But... I don't know. We'll see. Like, he's, got, he's got a fight against... You know, I know Butters has Rosie to fight against, but yeah. Liberatore would have yeah, a few three-vote games. That's and, true. Um... Bulldogs have more. Oh, come go. Have more crazy forwards. I want to have a discussion about the, the notion of deserving something versus not deserving something. Okay, um, I have a really good example. Um, Patrick I don't Cripps know what my point is going to be. <laughs> deserve the Brownlow last year. Yeah. No, because he okay, could have so, no. someone and got away okay, with so, it. No, this is, my, this is my thing, though. Because I feel like there's this whole thing of like, oh, they, they didn't deserve to win or they didn't deserve this or they did, you know, they deserved better. And it's like, well, 
no, because like if they just like it's the fucking the crows Sydney thing of the post gate hit post hit post not post is mm. like well if you well, deserve to win well, like, you would have won and they wouldn't have made finals anyway yeah and Based also like happened here and it was the same thing of the reason that got me thinking about this was during the women's world cup in the um, penalty kick out oh no way they would have because <laughs> Sydney would have for those points oh true sorry um, when um the USA lost in the penalty kickouts, and everyone was like, oh, they deserve to win this so much. It's like, well, if they deserve to win it, then they would have kicked a goal. And, like... Yeah. It's like, it's, you can't... And, like, when it's like, oh, he didn't deserve to win the brown note, which is what people say about Ollie Wines all the time. It's like, well, if he didn't deserve it, then he wouldn't have got the votes and he wouldn't have won. Do you know what I mean? Like, who decides what, who decides what is deserving and not deserving when there's, like, a tangible um, mechanism in place? Yeah. Um, so speaking of Pontepelli, though, something that did make me feel less inclined towards him is that he's wearing so much fucking baby oil these days. I haven't noticed that. Oh, and so is Patrick Dangerfield. He's really up the ante. And Toby Green. Maybe because Buddy stopped buying it, there's more supply to go around. Yeah. So they've it's actually... No sold out on the shelves. And they've actually wanted to get their hands on it for years. Um, but... It did make me think that maybe this is like finally Bontempelli and Toby Green will have found common ground over something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eli on the Truth on Instagram says, "Have you overcommitted yourself today, Erin? If so, hope you're okay." Uh, yeah, I did overcommit myself a little bit, but then um, we kind of brought it back. But maybe you can tell I'm not the highest energy. Um, but that's okay. Thanks for your concern, Elan the Truth. Shout out. Um, next question was from Elan the Truth. Nutty. Under or overrated? What's nutty? Uh, only the best uh, bubble tea going around. Ah, oh, don't care for bubble tea. So I'm going to go overrated straight off the bat. But the nut cream. Oh. oh. <laughs> they have like vegan like whipped cream. It's probably the best thing I've ever eaten. It made me, once the first time I had it, it gave me a stomachache, so now I like, when I have it, it reminds me of that, but it is good. Will St Kilda's home final be at Marvel? Well, they are petitioning that MCG for that. It would they be, want the MCG? They want, no, sorry, sorry. They want Marvel, mm-hmm. but normal procedure would be MCG but they've requested Marvel but it was something to do with the number of god what is what does that tell you about I don't know them <laughs> well it was, and it was something to the answer was something to do with um how many games were being played in Melbourne overall like if there was enough games being played in Melbourne that still there could be like more than two and two of the MCG then they were all going to allow it but if there was only like two games in Melbourne then they both had to be the MCG yeah, so Carlton and Collingwood will host the MCG. Yeah, so Saints will probably get to play at Marvel. Yeah. Oh. And then the other one will be Gabba. Yeah. Mm. So who do we... Oh, let's let's review our initial pod, um, ladder. So, this, so do we remember who we predicted would be top of the ladder? Collingwood. Correct. Is that my thing? Who do we predict would be second? Paul? Bing Wong. Wait, I, I, I don't remember. Sydney. Oh. Bing Bong. And guess who we predict would be third? Geelong. Bing Bong. Bye, Geelong. Bing don't let the door hit you on the way out, you sons of bitches. And everyone's talking about they're going to be really bad for a really long time. Yeah. So. Pretty exciting it. stuff. Um, fourth, we had Brisbane. Pretty reasonable to put them there, and they've overperformed. Then we had Melbourne, Carlton, Bulldogs, Port. That might be the closest we've ever come to like accurately predicting that. What did you say, Melbourne, Carlton, Bulldogs, Port? Yeah, who like yeah, all Port's so low. Well, yeah, but they didn't even make finals last year. Oh, they just missed it. Yeah, that's right because they lost we their first like five, five games yeah. and then like yeah. And then it's all coming back to me now. And then nine to eighteen, we had Gold Coast, Frio, Crows, St Kilda, GWS, North Essendon, Hawthorne, West Coast. 
So I think we we've done pretty close, pretty close compared to having the year before, which was absolute disasterino. How do you think that Gold Coast will go with Damien Hardwick? Um, I think really good. I think they're about to be the next dynasty, and I'm really happy and excited for them all, mm. including Dimmer, who looked about 15 years younger when he was rejuvenated in his um, <laughs> Gold Coast press conferences. Well, of course he loves the Gold Coast. It's where he cheated on his wife with the physio. Remember? At the hub. Yeah. Had an affair with the... Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's where his love was born. What? Player retirement's me. You said... Do you want me to read them out? Mm-hmm. So, will you yeah. read them out and we'll go sad to not Woody, sad. who is 30 years old. Uh, sad. But also not sad because he, like, Phillips. we just went through this. Not sad because his comeback was kind of, like... Really anticlimactic. Yeah. No, mm. I feel like we just say goodbye to him. Andrew mm. Phillips, sad. Why? Because um, I he's he's the son of the pod. And you think he's really hot? No, do I? Yes. I don't think I do. <laughs> you've said. I will have to go back and find the recording, but you've said like, oh, he's the he's the most attractive person I've ever seen. There's no way. There's. There's That's what no I was way. thinking at the time. But you were adamant. You no, did. That can't be right. You did. That can't be right. Maybe I have dissociative identity disorder because that can't be. <laughs> that couldn't have been me who said that. Jonathan Siegler. Not sad at all. Fuck off. Who is that? He's played for three clubs in thirteen years and like two clubs. No, three. I'm pretty sure. Hawthorne and Geelong. Oh. I don't know who he is. Not sad. That guy's a yeah, thorn in my side. How many, guess how many premierships he's won? Four. I went like that, didn't I? Yeah, <laughs> but also we both knew. He was on the front row this week, so I'm well-versed in his shenanigans. Four premierships and a Norm Smith's pretty good. Well done. Well done, Cox and Co. Four times, what, what's that margin? 32. So, GWS. So come uh, Barely. Bill Davis. Not sad. Not sad. It's like it's a crime. It's a crime against humanity that he didn't retire four years ago. How many games <laughs> has he played in the last four years? Like ten. He's played 192 games total up to that. Yeah, but what, how many of them were in the last four years? I don't know. Daniel Lloyd. Not sad. Not sad. Don't know who that is. He's, Max Lynch. He kicked goal in this game. Oh, Max Lynch. Sad. Sad about him. 24 years old. And that's your mate, Maximum Lunch. Oh, yeah, that is sad. And that was like, yeah. you have to retire instantly because of your concussions, he was told by his doctors. He's with Collingwood now, isn't he? Like, no, he left the... Collingwood to Hawks. All oh, right. Uh, ben Cunnington. Sad. sad. But also sad. happy because afterwards he was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to miss this at all. I'm going to live on the farm and live my dream. I was like, okay, you deserve that. <laughs> uh, guess how many Bess and Ferris he won? Six. Two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Aaron Hall. Oh, I'll have a little cry, Sam DeConing. Aaron Hall. Eh, not sad. Indifferent. Also, sorry about making fun of DeConing for crying. Man. If you want to express your emotions, thirty-two you seems like the age. Was he crying? Just, just yeah. By this, I feel like if you when... if you hit thirty-two, it's it's kind of like the boat Pendlebury. Like if you hit thirty-two and you're still going well, then you can keep going. But if you're like kind of mid at thirty-two, that's when you retire. Mm. Like Pendles. Yeah. Yeah. No, because no. Well, I was agreeing with you because it's like otherwise you end up being the sub and yeah. you like kind of go out or like the Tom Jonas thing where you like get dropped and it's a bit like everyone wants you to keep your dignity vibes. Mm. Aaron Hall, not sad. I don't even know who that is. Jack Siebel, sad. Mm. Love Jack Siebel, and I wish he had more success in his career because he seems like he's he really silly. tried. But he it feels like he really tried his hardest. What is forever. going on? Oh my uh, god. Tom Jonas. 32. Yeah. Um, sad but like accepting. Yeah. Jason Castagna. I didn't know he retired. Not sad. Not sad. What's this murder of Toby Green that we're watching in slow motion <laughs> from seven <laughs> different angles? <laughs> that was what got oh, that's the what car. Yeah. That was like, that was watching, that was honestly like watching Animal Planet. <laughs> <laughs> like seeing like the safari animals mauling each other. <laughs> Trent Cotchen. Not sad. Not sad. Well, I say not sad, but when I saw the video of him crying, I did get sad, so... <laughs> it is sad, it is sad. But not to me. 306 games, a Brownlow, three best and fairest, one All-Australian, three premierships. Yeah, in some ways it's like the least that's sad like, it could possibly be. That's so far. Like, what else do you have to achieve? Literally nothing. Jack, well, look at this, Jack Rewalt, 34, 
Three All-Australians, three Colmans, three Premierships, two Best and Ferris, ten leading goal kickers for Richmond. Yeah, not sad. That's <laughs> fine. You've, you've had enough. Robbie Tarrant. Not sad. Wait, did he just retire? Wasn't that that whole thing about how he just got traded to Richmond like a second ago? Yeah, he played like one year for them. Oh, that's so cringy, Alina. Yeah. I don't Um, know if he was injured or something, but yeah. Lance Franklin. 36. Not sad. Be gone. Be gone, swine. (laughs) I'm sad about him. (laughs) Swine's not the word I meant to use. What's the word when it's like you're a bane of my existence? I guess swine works. Two premierships, eight Australians, four Colmans, one Best and Ferris. Yeah, Sorry, enough. three Best and Ferris. It's no, enough. four. Wow. Well, all bounces on, sick. <laughs> Tom Hickey, sad. Did he retire? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know that. That's really sad. Why? I thought he was He's old. How old is he? 32. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Were you just assuming? No, I was assuming. <laughs> Paddy McCartan, sad. Sad. Very sad. Shannon Hearn. Not sad. I'm sad because like I feel like he deserved better than the last couple of years. That fucking bear running around. Can you can you please meet just while we Do you wanna to listen to Gazy's ladder? Well yeah, I I do, but not while we're recording. I assume we're nearly done. Um Yeah. Nick Nat? <laughs> yeah, like I guess sad, Under- but underwhelming. Underwhelming. Look, Shuey. Not sad. Go away. Josh Bruce. Sad, kind of. Sad. He's 31. I think one year <laughs> off for retiring. He still had one so. whole good year left. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Any Bye, other, guys. Any other bones to kick? Um. No, yeah. I just hope. That Ross Lyon fails. Mm. I hope Carlton fail. I hope the Giants fail. Brisbane fail. Go Sydney. Go Pies. Go Port. Everyone else can suck shit. Especially you, Melbourne. <laughs> I hope Carlton well fail. Good summary. <laughs> Why? It's going to be funny. That's very unkind. Revenge. It is It is unkind. Revenge just because Rose just said that she won't pull. Revenge. For one game of the home away season. That two. Two, yeah. You beat us twice. So Yeah, but the first one that wasn't like Well it was a, it was a humiliation, so revenge for that. Yeah, I guess. I'm no. not I'm not hey, hey. I'm not saying I hope Collingwood fail. No, I hope Collingwood succeed. As long as it's not against Port. Okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I hope I hope Ginnerman and Bobby Hill play in the Kiss each Two other. little kisses. I hope St Kilda fail though. Yeah, oh my god. If St Kilda don't fail, I'll never watch football again. I'm going on a fatwa if St Kilda don't fail. Mm. Also, Melbourne had a bunch of injuries today, which... Perfect timing. Yeah. For everyone else. <laughs> this is... A, to go back to Charlotte's question from forever ago about teams that, um, like, let you down versus surprised you. Mm. It surprised me how much Melbourne has let me down. So now they're, well, not let me down, but like, because I used to love Melbourne so much and now I'm like, so like, eh. And it's like, yeah. I feel like I, we had this conversation with Connor the other day. It's like, they haven't changed. So I must have changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think as well. They're the same team. I, I'm, I'm a different girl. And it's very easy to like turn on teams when they are good for a while. It's like they're watching a team that you've seen like potentially rise up it's like let's fucking go and then they stay up and it's like that's enough yeah but in 2021 I was like I want to marry all of you and I love you all and I want to travel the world with you and now I'm like I hope you're all dead tomorrow (laughs) like that's a pretty drastic turn (laughs) anyway Stepmate what what? bone to kick um no no not for me okay are we going to record next week uh, they should. There's no game. There's no game on. Oh yeah. <laughs> might be a better podcast if there's no game on. Who knows? Now, well, based on the fact of how little we had to say to each other this podcast, <laughs> and when we were watching a game, we should do the week after. Though. We'll do the first week of finals. F or W? Don't make us both reveal that we're misogynists. <laughs> I don't follow. Yeah, yeah but you don't even need to watch the game. We can just talk. Aww. 
We'll still hang out. Maybe. Okay, let's leave it now. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Sorry for such an underwhelming return to the world of podcasting. We've got podcast fatigue along with the rest of the world. I don't know what that means, but it thanks is. for coming along. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.